Hello, this is Desiree with your weekly microdose of hypnosis. This week I'm going to read you a story I wrote, and it's a really, really short one, about three minutes. And it contains a potent and beautiful metaphor which your subconscious mind knows exactly what to do with. Because through metaphor and story, we learn and change at a deeply subconscious level. As humans, we are made by stories and we are changed by stories. That's part of the magic of hypnosis. Sometimes just telling a story creates a deep and lasting change that happens in the most sound and holistic way. And when we make new stories about ourselves and then go into hypnosis and associate into those stories, we can attain things that were unattainable by our old selves stuck in those old stories. So stories are magic because it's not the writer who determines what happens with that story. Writing is alchemy for the writer, and the story is alchemy for the listener. On that note, I'm hosting a donation-based past life exploration this weekend, and this seems related because the idea of past lives are really just stories offered by the subconscious that are healing or transformational. That's why, whether you believe in them or not, past life journeys are so resonant, and I love doing them in groups because often a few skeptics will try it out of curiosity, and the skeptics always get something incredible. The theme this weekend is self-love and self-compassion. So I hope to see you there, and you can sign up via the link that is below whatever you clicked on to listen to this. So with that being said, I will now open my heart and tell you this story. And you can keep your eyes open for this if you'd like, since it is just a story, even though stories are never really just stories. I call this Life Cycle of a Love Letter. Not too long ago, I unpacked a box that had traveled from Queens, New York to Oakland, California, with several stops in between. It contained art supplies, stationery, random papers, documents, and a black greeting card without an envelope. The expensive kind, made of thick, textured cardstock, that had translucent parchment lining the inside. On the outside was a red glitter heart, and as I pulled it from the box, my fingertips sparkled red. I opened the card and looked at the date, February 2019. It had extra pages inserted by the person who wrote it, because the parchment alone couldn't contain their sentiments. I had gotten rid of all the cards, recycled them in New York. It felt therapeutic. But for some reason, I kept this one. I wasn't sure why until it emerged from the box on the opposite coast. It was the date, February 2019. I packed that box in September 2019, as I packed up my half of a life built with someone else, and the proximity of those dates didn't make sense at the time. I remember finding this card in my studio and reading it and wondering amid tears, How the hell could those words have been true just a few short months ago, and not now? The visions described would never be true, and it was just too soon to recycle that card then, so I put it in a box. 
And when it emerged more than two years later, on the other side of the country, where the sun shines bright in February, and palm trees rustle in the comfortably cool breezes, and the scent of the everyday air is composed of lavender and cedar and sage, with even a hummingbird hovering outside my window as I unearthed this relic, all I could do was smile and be thankful someone wrote me a love letter like this. And I knew that this card couldn't be recycled. I loved knowing that people still wrote letters like this. It was in some way priceless. But at the same time, it couldn't be kept. And so it became an offering. I walked to the post office with glitter on my hands and set it standing up on a counter at the end of a long hallway where the sun was streaming in, acting as a spotlight, like it was waiting to be received. And I just hoped someone would read it and smile and feel their heart again and know that, yes, people still write letters like this. And yes, your most ridiculous visions of love are possible because they were for me for a while. And I know they will be again and soon. Happy Valentine's Day and have a wonderful, beautiful week.